Hello and welcome to another episode of Para Not So Normal. I'm your host, Brittany, and today I'm really excited. I'm here with a criminologist who is also a psychic medium, Crystal Coral. Um, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else about yourself or what you do, but I definitely have some questions. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. Um, I am so excited to see even be here. I, I'm like a massive fangirl. It's so funny. I had texted you and I told my husband, I was like, the name Brittany Benno sounds so familiar to me. I was like, why does it sound so familiar to me? And you know, I'm a mom of two young kids and I have mom brain and I'm, I'm okay to admit that. <laughs> and um, within I don't know, 10, 15 minutes after we booked our, our interview, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And my husband's like, what, what, what's going on? I was like, it's Brent, it's Brittany. And he's like, I don't know who this, who this chick is. I'm like, no, Jake, it's Brittany. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Because I was telling him, uh, you are the reason why I bought my um, my jousting rods. Oh my gosh, I just got chills. I love that, really. Yeah, you were literally the reasons why I bought my jousting rod. Um, because I was on the, it's, believe it or not, literally on the fence on buying jousting rods. I had it in my cart. <laughs> and I had, I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to buy these now. And I had popped into one of your videos and you were talking to your grandfather mm -hmm. and I saw your grandfather in your video. Did Oh my gosh. I just I, got chills. Sorry. Keep going. I've <laughs> No. And like, I was just like, holy moly, like I can see him. And you had talked about your, you know, everything else. And I'm like seeing, seeing your grandfather validate you know what he's saying and they're dowsing rods and then you talked about those exact dowsing rods that i currently had in my cart <laughs> and then i was like i'm buying them now it's a sign <laughs> that was a yeah it is that's it's so okay. funny i'm sorry no, no no and then um right now as you were doing your intro and telling me if i would like to be called crystal coral your grandfather is literally on your right side basically talking about how amazing you are <laughs> Wait, this side or this side? I'm just curious because I... So like this side. This side. So that side by your door. Yeah. Oh, I literally have chills everywhere as you're saying that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to show my camera. I don't know if the camera's picking up my chills. It's not, it's not picking it up. But. So like he's literally telling me as you're talking about, you know, how you're going to go about this. <laughs> I'm seeing him telling me how amazing you are, how proud, it, how proud he is of you and how far you came and everything. And talking about how you were so little and telling because I've seen like you had like curls when you were little. Yeah, like ringlets. I had ringlets as a yeah, kid. Ringlets. And so like you're talking to you how you had ringlets and how you used to believe and like play around and stuff. And like he watches you all the time. So he's so dang proud of you. Do you know what? You're making me emotional because do you know what? That's wild that you're saying that, first of all. And it's making me want to do more of Dowsing Rod videos because I haven't been doing them as frequently just because, you know, as you know, you develop and grow. I've been doing more of like the card readings and and whatnot. The Dowsing Rods was something that really kind of 
got me more so into all of this stuff. Well, I've been into it since I was a kid, but I was really fearful of, because I used to see, I've seen spirits as a kid, but I grew up very, very Catholic. So growing up Catholic, there was a lot of fear that came along with that. So I blocked, I blocked it all out for, for a long time. Um, and then as I started getting older, I've opened up to it more, even though I've been fascinated by paranormal everything paranormal since I was a child and now I'm realizing I was fascinated by it for a reason it's because I am a medium and I'm only starting to really tap into that this year more so than ever before and with the dowsing rods it's like I have this strong feeling that it's my grandfather and people always ask me how do you know how do you know and it's like I just know that it is but it's almost it's nice to have that confirmation because as a medium it's so much I it's so much easier for me to connect with people I don't know where when I connect with my own family members there's all of that bias and I question myself so you know you validating that for me and then you know getting the chills as you're saying that is just so beautiful and I was really young when he passed so it's just interesting because I didn't really get to know him through my life because I was I don't know maybe five or six or something like that about when he passed so I have recollections of him but very little recollection of him and my relationship with him now is stronger you know in an interesting way and I love that because you know I tell people like your relationship doesn't need to end just because they're not in the 3d with you anymore they're very much so with you and around you and I've always felt this strong connection with my grandfather which is weird in a way because I didn't really know him growing up you know and it's like I remember looking at photos of him and just being so drawn to him like I don't know it's like I feel his presence around me so thank you for validating that for me you know of course um, yeah it was very hard to um (laughs) to kind of like you're talking and then he was talking I was like okay I can only concentrate on like one of (laughs) (laughs) y'all one at a time yeah because when you yeah when you tune in you have to well for me at least I zone out you know what I mean I'm like where where am I right now but um no, that's amazing. And that's just too funny because, yeah, for those of you listening, I came across you because of, I guess, somebody we both mutually know. And Alicia is her name. And she was like, oh my gosh, I have a bunch of people that would be great to be on your podcast. She's like, let me reach out to them. And you were one of them. So you reached out to me. So I had no idea that you even followed me on TikTok or anything like that. So when you told me that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like check out your page. It was just just a small world. It's so funny how the universe works, how the universe brings people together, you know. So no, I'm really excited to have you on here. And I'm fascinated with, you know, criminology and and all of that stuff too. For a while, like before I stepped into this mediumship world, you know, when I was in high school debating on what I wanted to do in university, criminology was something I was interested in because I've always been fascinated also. And I I know this sounds weird, but by crime, you know, like I always like want to know why people do what they do, especially, you know, this is getting gory, but like murderers and stuff like that. I'm like, why? You know what I mean? Like, what is the mindset to that so I just find it interesting that you know you're a criminologist but you're also a psychic medium so I'm really curious how the two of those work together if you use the two together I mean I don't even know I don't you know I'm just curious about it but I don't even know what questions to ask it's just very fascinating so I'd love to hear like what you do how that works or how you even became a medium like where did that start for you and how did it progress and 
you know, I don't know. I'll let you you kind of go 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 from there. <laughs> All the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I grew up in a very heavy Catholic family. Okay. Um, and I grew up in a very Mexican Catholic family, and I will never forget it. That um, I I think I was about four. Um, I had in my dreams, I had visited this old man and this old man would always visit my dreams. And, uh, he would always tell me, okay, it's time to go back home. Your mommy needs you. And I never really understood what that meant, but he would always touch me in my forehead. And then I would wake up and we would always go back. (laughs) We would always, we would always go back into the same spot. Every time I would dream, it would always be on a hill, a very grassy hill. And then it would be, like on a uh, like a porch swing mm-hmm. and just like endless field of grass like just like endless and nothing was around clear blue skies and I never really understood like why he always said my mom always needed me back and um one day I had told my mom about this man and my mom was like that's that's interesting this is the third time I'm going to, that sounds a lot like my grandpa. And I never met my great grandfather because he had died in 82 and I was born in 89. Okay. So, uh, my, that's my grandmother's, uh, father. So what she did was she laid out, um, like four photos, black and white. And she said, uh, pick the picture that the man that you saw. And I said, I saw without a doubt, without hesitation, I said, I saw him. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she looks at me like, okay. And she looks at my mom and she's like, okay, you can go outside now. Like to go outside and play. Yeah. <laughs> like didn't like say anything. Mm-hmm. And then that was one. And nobody told me anything. Mm-hmm. The second one was I was playing with a boy that was always in my grandmother's house that I thought was like the neighborhood boy. But my mom would go to my grandmother and say, who's this little boy that Crystal's talking about? <laughs> who's this little boy? And in Spanish, it's called the the house spirit, the little boy house spirit. And my grandmother would be like, oh, it's just a little boy house spirit. Like, like. No big deal. My mom was like, what? What? <laughs> like, what do you mean? No big deal. I know. No big deal. Right. But my mm-hmm. mom was like, so this little boy is a spirit. And my, <laughs> and my grandma was like, yeah, it's okay. It's a little boy. He plays around in the house. It's totally fine. My mom was like, does Crystal know? And she's like, no, she's just playing. It's fine. So that was another one. And then I remember I was in elementary school and we had a field and um, I always felt there was something different about me than all my friends. Mm -hmm. And because I would see like kids, random kids that other kids didn't see. Wow. And I remember I would be like, hey, how come we can't play with, with them over there? And they would be like, who? And I'm like, her, we can't play with her over there. And they're like, who are you talking to? And I was like, she's, she's over there by the field. (gasps) And they're like, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. Getting like, like my hair, my hairs are like straight up right now. (laughs) And so they're like, there's nobody over there. And then they were like, let's just go play over there in monkey bars. And I would just go, you know, I'm like, 
that's so weird. Nobody saw her. And then I would just like, okay. So like where I grew up was a border town. So there was a lot of like, we're by Mexico and you know, there's a lot of violence. It wasn't really a great place growing up. So um, it didn't really click until I was about seven. Actually, no, I think I was, yeah, I think I was a seven years old. Um, I was in Catholic school, <laughs> Sunday school. What happened was the nuns or whatever church school, they were talking about the Genesis. <laughs> they were talking about Adam and Eve and like all this stuff. And they're talking about when you die, you know, you go to purgatory and then you go, you know, different. Mm-hmm. And I had said, that's not how it works. <laughs> and then they were like, what? They're like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? And then I was like, that's not how it works. You don't go to purgatory. You just go to, you go through straight to heaven. And then you, well, you decide if you go to heaven and then you, you know, you decide you have a choice. And they were like, no. So what they ended up doing, I had to, I had to go home and I had to say six Hail Marys and 10 Our Fathers. And then I got told, my they told my mom, and my mom says, you can't talk about this no more. Mm. You can't. You can't talk about this. People are going to look at us weird. Like you mm. can't talk. And then there was a time in my life where uh, my mom went through a divorce and I didn't know that they were going through divorce. And I actually told my mom that my stepfather, who was, you know, I felt like with my real father who was raising me was having an affair and I told her and she didn't really know that he was having an affair. Mm. And that was the moment that I just stopped talking about like my visions and like things like that. And then, um, in college, uh, my visions actually, um, how I coped with it was with alcohol. Wow. Um, I felt like if I got drunk, I could like stop it, you know? Mm. So I wasn't like, an alcoholic. I just knew how to like lower it. Um, now I don't, I don't drink anymore because I don't like it. Also I'm 30. So like hangovers are like 10 times worse. (laughs) I'll be 30 this year. So I'm, (laughs) I, they suck. Yeah. (laughs) They're terrible. Um, especially when you have kids they are like 10 times terrible. So yeah, like I, over the years when I was pregnant with my children, I already knew I was going to have a boy and a girl within instantly. I really knew the moment I met, I even manifested my husband. I knew the moment who I was going to marry. I saw all that, the life I was going to have, everything. I remember I told my mom when I was 12 years old, I described the man that I was going to marry. And she's, I remember she had said to me, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did, I married a pilot in the Marine Corps who loves to have the dogs and the cat in the bed. And literally the chills <laughs> everywhere. I said, you're never going to marry a man who's going to love to have the animals in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he will not go to bed unless the dogs are in the bed and make sure that everybody's comfortable. Oh, that's so sweet <laughs> and so yeah he's so he's so sweet and I, I mean it's so funny because you never think that a marine would do that but um and the kids I knew the moment I have to tell you a funny story when I got pregnant with my daughter um I was having this is the most weirdest thing ever being pregnant with my daughter my husband knew something was very off uh he's like there are animals showing up in our in our house. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, there's random stuff we have. So 
we lived in the, we lived in the desert, 29 Palms, um, because we took on a duty station to live in the, and basically Satan's butthole, um, because it was so hot and I was pregnant and, um, this was the only time he wasn't going to deploy. So I said, let's have a baby. And we did be getting pregnant really fast. I had, I had a rattlesnake show up in my doorstep, a baby rattlesnake Oh my God. that never shows up during that time of season. Mm. I had a bunch of like cats um, show up. We went to a zoo and my husband was standing by the bird section and all the birds were like just chilling, right? Not really paying attention. And here comes me with a big old belly and they all flop to the belly. Wow. Right. And I was like, what the heck's happening? <laughs> like, yeah. what's going on here? And I looked at my husband. I was like, does this just happen? Like, <laughs> this is just really, it, I remember it happened in Palm Springs. And then it just, that happened. And then we, we went to go pet the tortoises and then the, the big ass tortoise came to the belly and I was like, okay, I want to go home. Like, this is freaky. And then I had like crazy dreams about cats and like all this stuff. So when my daughter was born, my daughter, she's five and she just turned five. She's a Capricorn. <laughs> she is all the animals love her. All the animals love her. Mm. The cat we have the cat Donnie. He take he's so patient. <laughs> I bet she'll be an animal communicator if she not if she isn't already. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. And it's funny though, like she does have a speech delay. She does have a speech delay. And we've been trying to like there's nothing we can't pinpoint what is wrong with her. Mm. Like she's so she's so up to speed with everything. It's just her speech and her comprehension. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we have a neurology appointment, but there's like she's doctors and everybody's like so puzzled by it mm. but how she is with animals are like just so it's weird she's probably like i'm just guessing i mean i don't obviously don't know i f- like she must be a feeler oh i'm I, without a doubt and and, uh, and so it's funny though is that recently she had drew a rainbow and she had said that her sister lives in a rainbow i was like you don't have a sister i saw this on your tiktok yes. Share it though. I want people to hear it. Yeah. So she was drawing a rainbow. She was drawing a bunch of other stuff. She was drawing this rainbow. And it took me a second because she said her sister lived in a rainbow. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we don't have a sister. We have a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but before Scarlett was born, I actually had a miscarriage, but it was early on a miscarriage that I didn't really, you know, I didn't think that it was a miscarriage, but the doctor confirmed it was just an early miscarriage that my body just rejected. Um, so that is the baby that lives in the rainbow. And that is who she sees every time there's a rainbow. I literally have chills everywhere. That's beautiful. I mean, my husband and I, we looked at each other. My husband, granted, he still to this day is like, it's really hard for him to believe he's a Virgo. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, I give it to him but uh yeah and then my son when my son was born my husband was deployed but I remember I told my husband I was like hey do you want a boy and he goes yeah and I was like okay but hear me out if we have sex today we will have a boy and he goes let's get to it <laughs> so we did we actually I didn't even need to, we didn't even need to get our test gender um, I already knew the day we conceived 
And we did. We ended up having a boy. And sure enough. So you, I mean, everything you just said, you know, from your, ever since you were a child, you've really, really been connected ever since you were a kid. Like you've. Yeah, it's. It's very, Uh, I feel like everything has always been aligned. Um, And then how I got into criminology. So the JonBenet case, this is how it aligned. Um, This is, this is really weird. So uh, JonBenet and I are a year apart. So I remember when it happened, I'm a year older than she is. I remember the day it happened. I had actually gotten a bike for Christmas and uh, my mom was like, hey, do you want to go ride your bike? And I was like, no, I want to watch the news because I'm weird. And I ended up watching the news because I had a huge crush on Stone Phillips and he was covering the story. And I was so just, I was just glued to the TV. And I remember feeling and looking at the TV and I said, I'm going to solve your murder. So weird. so weird like just Mm -hmm. the weirdest like who says that right yeah so fast forward um I get into college and I you know I stay home for a little bit and I go to a community college the professors that were teaching um intro to crime were retired police officers that were at the Denver PD wow they somehow retired to Texas to South Texas and they were teaching at the local community. Weird, right? Yeah. I was like random. It's like, yeah, it's like things are lining up. (laughs) Right. And then I was like, this is creepy. Mm -hmm. So what I, I didn't know what I really wanted to do because I didn't want to be a cop. I just didn't want to do that for myself. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to investigative journalism. That's what I did. Cool. So I became a journalist for a few years and then I felt unfulfilled and then I married my husband and then I went back to school to get my master's in criminology, wow. specializing in human behavior. And my specialty is in human trafficking and missing and exploited children cases. Wow. wow. So that's my specialty. So, and uh, the school that I went to is in, is in Denver, Colorado, and it's Regis University. So when I went to school that year, they just reopened the John Benet case. And they were asking for volunteers. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I really was all like, I can't. Like, I just, I, I didn't want to because I knew deep down that I was going to get upset. And I just felt like, you know, like, it's not my time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not meant for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm there, like, I was put in that direction to go where I needed to go. Right. Totally. Um, now, as a medium, I don't, so as a criminologist, I don't use my gift as a medium because right. it's really hard. Um, mm-hmm. My brother's a police officer. He's a detective mm-hmm. for Texas. So you need evidence, right? Exactly. You yeah. do. You can't just go with feeling. Um, no. My ex was a police officer, nothing like, you know, an ex is an ex, but I no no bad feelings or anything like that. But with that said, it's like, I kind of know the world a little bit. Like, you know, like you said, you need evidence and a substantial amount of evidence too. It's not like it could just be a little piece. So I could only imagine with feeling, but I can only, you know, that could be difficult sometimes because you might know something, but you're like, okay, now how do I find the evidence to prove this? And I'm just assuming that. Yeah. You can't, you can't give a person's name uh, without actually, you Mm -hmm. know, 
because <laughs> that's also it's like a person is still innocent until proven guilty. Totally. Yeah. So you can't just really just do that. And I feel like a lot of true crime podcasts out there, when they throw accusations, they have to be careful because, you know, it's like there is, you know, what is it? Defamation? Right. Defamation. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. There's things like that that people forget mm. like, oh crap, I can get sued. Yes, you can, because yeah. you can't do that. You can't yeah. name a person based on how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. There's no evidence. Yeah. Everything's all alleged. So um, as a medium, I don't do that. I don't be like, oh, my feelings as a criminologist. I'm like, let's look at the bigger picture. Right. Let's look at the whole scene. Mm -hmm. um, so I dissect a lot of things. You were talking about mediumship and criminology go hand in hand. The question I always get is whether people are born evil or they're born, you know, good. Yeah. People always ask me that. Um, and that's kind of a tough question. And I'm going to say this and we're going to go deep in this. Because I could give my opinion on that too, but I'm really curious to see what you have to say. So as a criminologist, uh, <laughs> if a mother, so it all really depends on the mother. So how the mother is carrying her baby. So if she's, so it all is like her stress level she's taking. So perfect example, we'll go with Jeffrey Dahmer because I actually did um, part of my research thesis on him. <clears throat> so Jeffrey Dahmer, when he was, he was in the womb, his mom was like heavily, he, she was depressed. So she was depressed and she was taking some, some medication that was now discontinued because it caused a lot of brain, um, uh, what is it? Oh my God. Deformities, um, cognitive deformities and uh, a lot of issues with the fetus. Got it. So, but anyway, she was taking that within the first, two, I think the first um, two months, I'm sorry, the first trimesters. Wow. That's so early on. Mm -hmm, Cause that's the developmental stage. Right. And plus she was having suicidal thoughts mm. um, during things. So when you do all that and you have mm. all, you give birth to the baby and then you, once you give it out, you give birth to the baby and then you start thinking about the environment. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, the environment that he was in, he was very isolated because his mother was not really present in mental state. Mm -hmm. And also the father was having his own issues. Mm -hmm. um, apparently his father was undiagnosed himself. Mm. Uh, so his father had was too much in his chemist and basement doing his work. And his mother was suffering from depression to whatever she was doing. So Jeffrey was left alone, mm -hmm. feeling abandoned and off to what he was doing. Right. So that is a reason why his brother, the baby, when he was born, he was like the golden boy. Everything was fine. Right. Interesting. So that is why Jeffrey grew up thinking that he needed to create love zombies so he can feel like in love. So I feel like it's like both. You're born and it's like, is it nurture versus nature? I feel like it's both. So you think it's a little bit of both. And I, I totally agree with you. That's my thought too. But looking at it from a spiritual perspective, because, you know, being in this world, I'm very, I look at things very spiritually kind of out of the box. And I believe personally that we are all here 
for different reasons. I believe that we all um, are in our different avatars and we came here with a different environment, different this, different that, to kind of play our own game here on earth, like game, if you know what I mean, like we're here to accomplish different things, whatever you want to call it. I call it a game, even though it's, you know, more than a game, but you get what I mean. And we're all playing our different game and we have different goals and we can all be successful at our own game. We're sharing the same arena type of a thing, but we're all kind of interconnected and like, um, and this is the thing with good and evil too. Like the way I see it, it's, and you know, people might disagree with this, but I think that evil and bad things, you know, they add to the experience in a way because once we're gone from here, it's pure love, you know, once we're in spirit form again and not saying there aren't like consequences or this or that because I think if you do bad things here, like I believe in karma and I believe that, you know, you learn from all of these different things, these different emotions and I think you need to experience the evil and the good, the good and the bad to appreciate the good to, do you know what I mean? To get kind of both. It's duality. It's the duality and you need both and people are like, but why would you be in a world with such cruelty, this and that and it's not black and white like that. It's you need the duality to grow. You need it to, so it's like, you need people that are born quote unquote evil. Do you know what I mean? Not saying, you know, because if everyone was just born good and we would be, there would be no point of this 3D experience um, because we're here for that soul growth and to develop. So, you know, are people born evil? Well, is evil evil or is it just the duality and a part of the experience? Do you know what I mean? Like it's an interesting yeah, I take. Tell people this. I'm like, look, how I look in life, we all have a choice we really sorry you you cut out i feel like you cut out oh i'm sorry have a a choice is that what you said yeah so we all have a choice we all have a choice in life for example i can go outside and rob this old man walking Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can't i can literally go ahead and do that you know Mm -hmm. and but i choose not to because it's just i don't i it's morally wrong and i don't want to do that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just we all have a choice in life yeah. and I feel like people forget that. But however, when we ignore it because people don't have empathy mm-hmm. and they, you know, that's just not in their character. It's like, I'm saying we all have, a, we all have free will to do. And, you know, they have their own playing card and mm-hmm. their own playing card doesn't have no empathy. They're going to do what they're going to do without any consequences. And, and exactly what you said, they have their own playing card. Like we came here very different. Some people are very empathetic because of the environment of when they were, you know, being, when they were in their mother's womb, the environment after they were born, whereas other people's environments are going to be very different, which is, you know, it was like this channeled message I got. I don't know how to explain it, a download, whatever people want to call it. It's like, we have different avatars and we were specifically crafted perfectly for the game that we are here to play. And it will impact other people's games, but it doesn't, do you know what I mean? It's really complex and it's, it's hard to really explain. I feel like I don't explain it as well as, you know, the idea kind of came to me, but it's, it's interesting. Like our realities are all very different. Like you said, some people, someone could have a lot of empathy, somebody won't. So robbing that old man for you would be morally wrong, but to someone else who came here where empathy is just not a part of their reality to them, they're like, what's so bad about it? And I'm not saying it's, that's the right thing, but that's their reality. 
Do you know what I mean? Way, it's because, uh, no, it's yes. It's because it's their way of thinking. To them, they may see it as survival, but to me, it's harmful. Exactly. Because the way that a person thinks is a way that they justify their actions. Exactly. That's why people commit crimes is the way they justify actions. Exactly. Yeah. So it's super complex. And I think that's why this world too, it could be very difficult because nobody will ever see eye to eye on on everything. You know, that's why there's always so many fights when it comes to politics, when it comes to this, when it comes to that. And it's like, we are just all very very different you know you can try to convince someone as much as you can about your point of view and why you think the way you do but if their reality is very different than yours they won't see it the same way you do and both of you can be right at the same time like it doesn't make one reality more right than the other they're just two very very different realities that is true and and it's and i want to do another um another example uh there's a case that i overlooked and um it's about a father and a, his son. Uh, the father was abusing, sexually abusing his son. This is maybe graphic, but this is reality. And this is kind of the cases that I, I you know, got cover. Mm-hmm. And the father was arrested. And he was arrested because he made his son invite his son's friends to do the things that he was doing with his son for years. And he had said that when the son and his friends were undressing, he said the way that his friends looked at him was not the same way his son looked at him. They were petrified. They were just like, this was wrong. And his son was so confused. They were like, why, you know, what's, what's so wrong about this? This is how we all are supposed to be bonding because he was, you know, he was groomed into thinking this, Mm -hmm. um, and the crazy thing is, is that the father believed to this day that he didn't do anything wrong, that this was bonding, this was male bonding. And that is a sick reality that a lot of these individuals do. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, it is, it's scary because it is, I mean, I think it's sick, you know, I'm not condoning any of that, but it is a very different reality for I guess that the perpetrator or whatever you want to call it you know people people say like I don't you know it's hard to wrap your head around like how people do bad things and it's because you'll never be able to wrap your head around it because your reality is very very different than theirs you need to have a very different reality in order to do things such as that and it's you know it is scary and that's why the world can be a very scary place um and it's, you know, I'm not trying to justify any of it at all. It's just simply. No, like, yeah, it, it, it just, it really is just, just it. The world is just dark. And a lot of people forget that, that the world is dark. People think yeah. that like, oh, it's just my husband and I were just talking about it the other day about how some people think it's rainbows and sunshines. It's like, dude, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's and like, not. No. And for some people, maybe if that's what their reality is, then they're lucky enough to be in that little bubble for their life. Maybe they came down here for certain things. So therefore they are in that bubble for them. The world is sunshine and rainbows because that's their reality. But for majority of people, you know what I mean? it's that's why they say ignorance is bliss it is bliss you know it really is if you are ignorant to certain things yeah it's crazy to think about honestly and it's super you know when I think about this because I don't know if you want to call it the matrix or whatever it is a simulation 
it's crazy to think that we're here and it is i believe it's all for growth because i think immense growth happens here on earth and like you said you need that duality in order to grow and i believe that once we kind of pass over it's almost going to feel like a fever dream in a way like it's going to be like here it seems so real so big so this and that but once you're gone it's going to be like you know you you wake up kind of from a long nap or something like that it's um really interesting to think about and when i think about it you know i, I my mind can just spiral 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 and i get just caught yeah. up in all of my thoughts <laughs> and it's really interesting but yeah just one no, of those I, things I do you kind of going off topic a little bit so you work as a criminologist do you do mediumship readings for people do you offer that as well i do, I do offer that i um yeah so i do locally i go to i have a little shop that i do readings here locally over here in lake city texas uh, the purple ravens um also i have it on my link in my bio that people can book their appointments Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Hey, did your friend with her pass? Cause there's this old lady. <laughs> yeah. Which one? <laughs> she has brown hair. So she has okay. brown hair and, um, she has like kind of short, there's an older lady. She just came in, I, but I think she might be an aunt. Um, I'm okay, not sure, I, but she just, I have a few people that have passed. So I, like, I'd probably just need you to describe a little bit more. Cause that could be a couple people. Okay. So she has like, she has, so I would probably give her about like five, five. She has curly hair, uh, kind of like almost frizzy, not frizzy, but like, you know, just thick hair short. She's like wearing a long dress. Um, she's probably, I don't think you've met her though. Cause I feel like she might be an ancestor. Um, but what's her, are you Italian? Portuguese. So close. Okay. Yeah. So, cause I'm like, similar I'm like spice. I'm smelling like spice stuff, like, like basil. And so I'm smelling that. Also, you need to work with basil for more money. So <laughs> Sit, burn basil to bring more money. Yeah, I heard, I heard like burn, um, yeah, either wear basil or like burn basil for more money. Okay. Okay. I'm getting chills. I'll do that then. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I could always do with some more money, right? <laughs> Oh, um, that, that's what they were saying right now. Oh my gosh. Everybody's like, comes. you're just so popular today. <laughs> they knew that I was going to be on here with the media. And then normally, like I said, when I connect, it's not with my own family because I get, I, you know, it's the bias, right? It's, it's other. So, um, yeah. they're taking advantage. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, yeah, I do give readings, uh, and they can find it on my bio. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, for those listening, I'll make sure that all of your information will be linked in the description box below and everything so that they can all give you a follow and everything like that. Um, No, that's awesome that, you know, you do this now, plus you do the criminology. So you do, you know, you have both things going on for you because both to me are, you know, completely fascinating. (laughs) I really, you know, I respect that Um, because that could be heavy work as well, especially with the criminology too, you know, and having your own kids and working with, you said you do children and like human trafficking and um stuff like that like that's heavy stuff so I I really respect that just you know wanted wanted to say that but thank you so much for the time today I feel like you know maybe in future I'll have you on here again because I feel like we could you know talk more about all of this I'm just I'm fascinated because you've you have a strong gift ever since you were young so it's definitely 
you know, all around you. And you said, I was just in Mexico. You said you were, you know, you were born in Mexico. It's such a beautiful country. I was just there. I'm like, I just want to move here. Um, the sun. I actually think about moving to Texas sometimes too. So I don't know. I just need somewhere with more heat, but thank you so much for taking the time today. Was there anything else that, you know, you wanted to say or mention before, you know, we wrap things up here? No, I don't think I have anything. I think I'm good. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you for everyone listening. As I mentioned before, I'll have all your social medias, um, everything in the description box below. Um, So everyone should definitely check you out, give you a follow if you're interested in a reading. I guess they could book online. Is it done via Zoom as well if they don't live in your area? Okay, cool. So you do both in person and via Zoom if they're not. Awesome. Yes. And, and just for those listening, because people ask me all the time, like, can you do readings like via Zoom? You absolutely can, because energy knows no space or time. That's kind of like how I describe it. I don't know if you want. As we were just doing right now. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's spirit is everywhere always. Um, but thank you again so much. Thanks for all of you listening. And until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.